Today we're talking about why a sloppy INFJ gets ahead the fastest. The ones of you who've known me for a while know that I think the cluttering and keeping an orderly life is extremely important to INFJs. But the reason why I'm so good at this and why I can teach so many of my clients and boot campers how to do that is because I'm all about being lazy and I'm all about being sloppy. I can tell you the reason why I structure the way my life is, it's because I give up being such a perfectionist. So many people that I know are such perfectionists in all areas of their life and therefore are not moving forward. For us INFJs, this is particularly important because our perfectionism doesn't come through in how we bake a cake or how we write an email. It all comes down to the strategies we take in life, right? We are intuitives, we have ideas, and we have things that are out of the box. And if we're not able to take this on in a lazy, sloppy manner, guess what? We're not doing it at all. So today we're going to talk about how to lean into this and how to become your best self by actually doing less. Before we get started, I want to remind you, you have time until Saturday, August 27th to join this round of INFJ Epic Life Bootcamp. I'm really looking forward to see so many of you there. All the information you find in the links in the description. So what is a sloppy INFJ? A sloppy INFJ is someone who knows Done is better than perfect. And this has been my motto for, I don't know, years. This has been the thing that has been able to push me forward. And this is the thing that actually accumulates over time. The little steps that you take make up so much of like the end result. And so once you have a trajectory and your most important point is that you move forward, everything else actually, you know, takes a step back and you move forward and things just turn out great. I see this with so many of my friends uh, when it comes to their house. I see it with how their life turns out. And I also see it with so many INFJs. This thing of I'm such a perfectionist and because I'm such a perfectionist, you know, I don't do anything at all because the fear of what it might mean if I fail is just too big, right? What you're doing is you're procrastinating failure. You're hoping when you're not doing anything because it's not perfect, then you're also not welcoming in, you know, judgment, rejection, and failure altogether. That's why I always recommend to all the INFJs that I work with that whatever you take on, know it's going to suck in the beginning. This is not about doing something and being totally proud of the result. It's about being proud of the fact that you took the step that you didn't commit to doing it perfectly. The only thing that matters is that you're moving closer to where you want to be. So when I started doing those videos, for example, I looked at the first videos and I had so many things that I didn't like about them, but I told myself done is better than perfect. And that's how I moved on. I didn't delete anything. I didn't re-record videos. I said, it's more important for me to learn to do it than to actually have the result of, oh, this looks amazing. Quantity is better than quality in this aspect. The more often you do something, the more repetition you have at something, the better it's going to get. And there are so many studies that have proven that, that it's much better to repeat an action and to put the reps in and to, you know, step-by-step step improve yourself than to say, okay, I need to create this perfect outcome. 
So many INFJs have this perfectionistic gene in them. And I'm here to tell you, this is not something you have to let go of altogether, but you also don't have to identify with it. It's not like, oh, I'm an INFJ, I'm a perfectionist, I'm all about creating this perfect relationship, that's why you know I'm not being happy with you know just people that I randomly meet or that you say I am a perfectionist that's why I cannot like create a video or I cannot write a book or I cannot you know whatever you want to do because it never turns out the way I imagined it in my mind it will never actually get to a place where it's exactly how you imagine it in your mind. It is just not possible. With every step you take, you actually recognize what a discrepancy there is between you know, your idea and what you wanted to achieve and what you're actually achieving. So you're either going to go and cry into a corner and say to yourself, okay, I'm never going to be great and therefore I shouldn't even start. Why bother? Nobody's going to like it. Um, people are going to judge me. Or even a project like decluttering your house and you're saying, okay, why should I go for one cupboard like that's not going to change my life yes it is because what we're doing is changing who we are what we're doing is we're teaching ourselves to be okay getting excited about the next step and what we're also teaching ourselves is that if you're being a sloppy INFJ you're actually getting ahead way faster than everybody else and you get to enjoy the entire process my life is so in order and my life moves in the direction that I want and at a pace that is amazing because I've taken that route of being the sloppy INFJ if you allow yourself to be that and I'm not talking about you not doing anything I'm not talking about you you know laying in your own filth not cleaning up not taking any steps it is about taking steps but it's about taking steps without expecting them to be perfect you're actually doing it in a sloppy way but sloppy still gets the job done sloppy still allows you to move forward and with every step that you move forward you actually get to a new place that you've never been at before and you get new information into your system and then you can make the next best choice so why is this an INFJ thing why isn't that something you can recommend to everybody well I can recommend it to everybody but particularly for INFJs it's interesting because our perfectionism comes through in the way we set up our life right we are introverts and our introverted functions are introverted intuition and introverted thinking, meaning we create a system. And with this system, we actually go through life. And that system can be improved. That system can be the thing that allows ourselves to move forward. We want to create a new identity that makes it easy for us to move forward, that makes it easy to live that INFJ epic life. Because I've done both of those things. I've been the person who didn't want to take a step because I wanted things to be perfect, because I didn't want to look bad, because I didn't want to be judged. And I took the route where it was all about, I'm going to do the things that I just know how to do. I'm going to create a video or I'm going to share my message or I'm going to speak to people, whatever it may be. And I'm going to do it in a way knowing it's not going to be perfect, knowing that it's probably going to suck. But I'm not basing my self-worth on the fact of how perfect this thing turns out, but I'm basing part of my self-confidence and my self-worth on the fact that I am taking steps for myself and that I'm good with taking steps that are not perfect. When it comes to living out your INFJ epic life, it really is a matter of, am I on the right trajectory? So many INFJs that I talk to, that I work with, they tell me the same story over and over again. And it's the same story 
that I know was true for myself, which was, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. I just know my life isn't the way I want it to. It feels like I'm in this box. And no matter what I do, I'm not going to get out of that box. So why even bother? Why put any effort into this when there's no way out? You're right. You're not going to find your solution within that box. You're not going to find your solution no matter how much effort you put in if you stay in the same understanding of how life works. We have to change our understanding of life. We have to change how we approach life. All of these aspects have everything to do with introverted intuition and introverted thinking. You pick up information and you create a system. And that system is based on things that work for you. That's why I'm always talking about creating an INFJ epic life on your terms. Your third function is introverted thinking, not extroverted thinking. Introverted thinking is about your system, what works for you, what makes sense for you, how you can create a reality that allows you to grow into your potential. And the only way to strengthen this muscle, this mental muscle of getting more clear on what is right for you, how you want to see the world. Remember, it's not so much that it's difficult to actually live it out once you're there. I can tell you it's not. Like my life right now is way easier than it was when I had no idea of all of the things that I'm doing now, when I had no idea how to get to the place that I am. Now living like this wasn't hard. What is hard is to get from that first state where you feel like you're within that box and to get to a place where I am right now, for example, where you don't feel like there are restrictions to it, where you feel like you can expand continuously, right? That's what we want. And that is the path that allows you to actually move ahead in life because then you're not working against yourself. You're not adapting yourself to a system that doesn't work in your favor. You're actually creating a system that makes sense for you where you put effort and time and energy into things that give you energy and you, you know, shy away from all the things that drain you. And to get from point A to point B is all about embracing the sloppiness. It's all about embracing the laziness. That does not mean that all you have to do is sit back and, you know, just meditate or, you know, analyze things or heal. See, these are great things. And I always encourage the INFJs that I work with to tap into meditation, healing, and all of those things that will help you to overcome inner blocks. But the main thing that is necessary to actually change your life is action particularly for INFJs, because we're all about laying back, you know, being cerebral, thinking about things. It's not going to be enough. We have to take action. As I always say, we as INFJs, we don't have to do all the things. We just have to do the right things. And guess what? You cannot be sloppy if you're not doing anything. Being sloppy actually means you're doing something, but you're doing it half-ass. You're doing it in a way of, yeah, okay, it's not going to be perfect, but I'm sort of going to do it. I'm going to apply for a job and I know my application doesn't look like great, but you know, it requires way too much effort to like put 50 hours into it in order to perfect it, right? Better send out an application and improve it when you're writing to the next one. That's the way to go. And this goes for absolutely everything that you take on in your life. 
when it comes to dating and you don't know how to do it because you've always attracted the wrong people, you know, start talking to people. It can be online, it can be on dates, but don't approach them with this, oh, they have to be perfect or I'm not going to meet somebody or talk to somebody if it doesn't feel right, right that instant. It's more about becoming somebody who feels comfortable talking to more people, who feels comfortable going out of your way and trying a new hobby, who feels comfortable, you know, creating a podcast or writing that book or whatever it may be and putting it out there and being okay with the judgment that comes with it. And you cannot be okay with it if you're looking at it from a perspective of, oh, it has to be great. Why does it have to be great? What is it going to mean if it's great? Oh, okay, if it's great, people are going to give me the feedback of I'm good enough. People are going to give me the feedback of, oh, you're valuable. Those are all things we want. I mean, like we're human after all. INFJ or not, all humans have a need for social inclusion. It's just part of how we're wired and that's totally okay. But you can look at it from a perspective of, in the end, I'm giving myself this feeling. If people give me feedback or not is one thing. How I react to that feedback is a whole different story. And if you are basing your self-worth on how great of a, you know, action you're actually taking, how great the result is and how other people are going to perceive it, of course you're going to hesitate. Of course you're going to be scared of it and you're going to think I need to do it perfectly and therefore you're not doing it at all. Even in things like, you know, tidying up your apartment. If you think, okay, I need to find time to do this entire room and I have to find time to organize all my books and all my other stuff, of course you're never going to get to it. But if you say the only thing that I'm doing is I'm going to tidy up as much as I possibly can right now, it doesn't even matter where I start, it's never lost time. And if you do that, a lot of things happen. First off, you're actually starting a motion. You're actually starting a habit of tidying up. But at the same time, you're creating a new pathway for yourself. And once you're on the trajectory of this pathway, every step that follows it is much easier. You know how I told you a couple of minutes ago, it's not hard living the life that I'm living right now. What was hard was to get from point A, how my life used to be and how most people live, to where I'm at today. This was the difficult part. And the way I was able to do that was by not rushing myself, by leaning into my sloppiness and by saying every single step counts. There's this example I give in so many of my videos, which is creating a pathway on a cornfield. All your life, you've gone down a certain pathway over here in a cornfield and it's laid flat and you've gone through it thousands of times and it's really easy to go down that path. That's the path that most people live. This is our default path that we have created so far. But what we want is to create something new and to continuously create something new and better and to just adapt that pathway so we don't actually have to start from the beginning every single time. But if you allow yourself to be flexible because it doesn't have to be perfect, you're okay with going a couple of steps into the wrong direction because you know you're going to find your way back. That's way better. You're definitely moving forward quicker. 
right? So in this example, this pathway that has been laid out for years, when you start something new, it's going to be hard. It's going to require energy. It's going to require you putting in a lot of effort to creating a new habit and a new part of your identity to create that new pathway. But once you start doing it, it's going to be that much easier to stay in motion. It's going to get that much easier to get to where you want to be because you're becoming way more aware of who you are and what you want. So if all your life everybody tells you, oh, you need to do it perfectly, you need to put in 110%, only then it's going to work out. I'm here to tell you that's not true. And I'm not the only one saying that. There are more and more people, you know, being examples of how you can live your life in a way where you're not burning yourself out and you're moving forward into a right direction. And it makes more sense and it gets easier with every single step you take. When it comes to what steps to take in a sloppy way, I always recommend looking into the five pillars to an INFJ epic life. You can rewatch the masterclass. We had it last night. Uh, you can join bootcamp where we talk about this in detail. So if you're interested in that, go check it out. All the information is in the links in the description. And if you want to watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video when an INFJ finally accepts their mind blowing nature. This is what happens.